Hello, Podcast Nation, and welcome to The Real Deal on Mortgages with Josh. Thanks for joining me on another episode of The Real Deal on Mortgages. This will be our first episode of 2019. Happy New Year to all of you out there, and we're going to start it off with a tough one. Uh, This one's going to be all things interest rates. So what affects your interest rate? What things should you be considering when looking at interest rates? How are they determined? All those good things. So I'm going to try my best to make it exciting and enjoyable for you to listen to. Sit back, relax, and get ready for it. This is The Real Deal. interest rates. Uh, This is going to be a good topic, lots of juicy information uh, out to you guys, things that maybe some people don't talk about. Uh, We're going to throw it all out there today. So it is just going to be me talking to myself. Hopefully you're okay with that and let's just get right into it. So I want to start out this podcast uh, just saying don't only look at the interest rate. Like That's something that I've realized after uh, being in this industry now for a little over 15 months is that's not the only thing you should be considering when looking at getting a mortgage. It's a very important part of it, and you need to make sure you're getting a competitive rate, but there are a lot of other factors that are out there, and we'll definitely go into more detail on those uh, throughout this podcast. But I feel like people get blinded by that when they go online and you know you look up and you can see that rate and it's you know super low it looks awesome payment and everything makes sense but you don't realize everything that's behind what they're quoting that rate at you know and maybe it wouldn't work unfortunately for you uh, maybe it would but uh, in most cases we see that those are a little unrealistic as far as what somebody can actually get so what does affect interest rate? So there's a couple things that are pretty obvious. Uh, we may have already covered it in another podcast, but I just want to still go over those since we are talking about all things interest rates. So uh, credit, a big one. Your credit score is going to have a huge impact on that interest rate. Also the home price. So usually the higher the loan amount, Uh, the more competitive uh, mortgage company is able to get in getting you a lower interest rate. Also, uh, the amount of money you put down, so 3%, 5%, 20% down, uh, the more money that you're going to put down usually uh, equates to a little bit lower of an interest rate as well. Something kind of outside of those that maybe people don't think about is, you know, why is there a difference between different mortgage companies as far as like what interest rate they can give to you? And I think mostly that just comes down to a strategy by that mortgage company. Uh, some mortgage companies throughout the year just follow the trends of you know what's going on in the market and then have daily increases or decreases in their interest rates. 
There are also other companies, though, that just average throughout the year and kind of try to keep interest rates around the same number throughout the year and don't you know, recognize or realize uh, those larger spikes in interest rate. Uh, but then also when the interest rates go down, they don't necessarily get as low as maybe what some other companies uh, can offer. So it's definitely a good thing to know about and I think can probably explain a little bit to you of why, uh, why there are those large fluctuations in interest rate. What else should you be thinking about? So there's quite a few things that I think are important to consider uh, instead of just interest rate when looking at getting a mortgage and choosing who to use. So the first thing I'm gonna throw out there is the loan program. So usually when you go online and you see an interest rate quoted on a website, uh, they're looking at a 20% down conventional loan with possibly you know one or two points buying down that interest rate to really kind of entice you to reach out to them. So when looking at that and considering all those additional costs that might be associated with that, not all of us are you know that person that they're appealing to. We don't all have an 800 credit score, you know enough money to put 20% down and also pay for those points which we'll talk about later in this podcast what points exactly are uh, you know we don't all fit that mold and I think it's very important to know about the other loan programs that are out there that might be better for us it might give us uh, you know a different interest rate a different amount down uh, I would say 90% of the people that we work with can't put 20% down and we're usually looking at you know like minimum down options uh, just because that's not something that's super popular in our community so other than loan program uh, and this is kind of still associated with it is mortgage insurance so looking at a conventional loan minimum down uh, with possibly you know I don't even want to say a number but with maybe a lower credit score that MI factor is gonna go up depending on your credit score, and it could be significantly higher increasing your monthly payment because you're looking at that program versus if we looked at like an FHA option that is gonna have a set MI factor, and as long as you qualify for FHA, we can plug you in at that, and it's gonna get that monthly payment significantly lower for you. So there's those are kind of two things that I think are important, uh, and it's just, something that you wouldn't know about unless you had somebody that was going to explain it to you but really i think people aren't looking for the lowest interest rate most of the time people want that lowest monthly payment and sometimes being a little flexible changing things around looking at maybe putting some of that cash that you were thinking towards a down payment towards something else can put you in a better situation than just you know 20% down, 800 credit score, because that's not the majority of us. So other than that, uh, I think something that's huge uh, here in the Quad Cities is a lot of real estate agents recommend local lenders. And there's a reason for that. You know, you build a reputation in a community as somebody that can, you know, do things quickly, has good communication, uh, can close on time. You know, these are like big factors that are associated uh, with somebody usually when they're being recommended from a real estate agent. And the reason that they're recommending them is because they know that they're gonna be able to do all of those things for their clients and they know that they're gonna make it a good transaction. 
And sometimes when you look at those other companies that are quoting just super low interest rates, trying to entice you to reach out to them, they don't have as good of a reputation, not saying that they can't do it, but not as good of a reputation in our local community, at least for getting things done. And if you can't do that, I think sometimes when you have a disconnect and you aren't actually in front of somebody, you're not meeting with them, you're not shaking their hand, it's a lot easier to be like, oh, we'll push that closing back two weeks or, you know, a month or, you know, oh, sorry, we told you it was going to be this much at closing. It's actually going to be $5,000 more. Good luck. Those things have a huge impact, and if you don't have that relationship, that connection with an individual, it's much easier to kind of do those things, throw in those surprises, sorry, interest rate isn't what we said, changes, and, you know, it's all about just numbers for them versus like the individual transaction, creating a good experience, making sure we close on time so when you pack up all your stuff, you can move into your new house and the person's house that you're buying can sell and get into a new house of their own. You know, there's a lot of things that are associated uh, with a loan and a lot of things that have to be in place. And sometimes people just don't see that. And like I said, I don't want to name any names and I, and I don't, you know, I, it's not like I, I can say all are bad. It's just from what we see, there is a definite reason why those agents are recommending a local lender versus some of these other options. So I said I was going to get to it, and here we are, point buy downs. So this is something that I think is the least understood with mortgages, but probably one of the most common things that happen that somebody buying a house doesn't know is actually happening. So a point buy down is a percent of the loan amount that you are using and paying at closing to help buy down your interest rate. So a percent of a $100,000 house is $1,000. So you would pay, be paying $1,000 to lower your interest rate. And it's not like a one for one deal. It's not like if you have a four and a half percent interest rate, you pay $1,000 and you get a three and a half. There is a whole separate calculation for exactly how much that interest rate's gonna go down depending on how much you're paying towards buying down that rate. So it's one of those situations that I would say if somebody is gonna stay in the house 30 years, pay off the house, um, and you wanna just get the lowest interest rate you can get so you have the lowest payment, yeah, that's probably a good option for you. But if you don't know how long you're gonna stay in that house and the average person stays in a house for seven years, you know, paying all that extra money towards buying down an interest rate when you're really not getting that money back, it, it can be, you know, not the best option for an individual and should definitely be something that's discussed and came to a general understanding just to make sure that that's right. It shouldn't be something that's used as an enticement to use a mortgage company because I feel like that's where it's most common is somebody's like, yeah, we'll get you this super low interest rate, but you have to pay this, but they don't even tell you. It's, it's all just included and you don't even know because how would you? I mean, unless you are an expert in the field, when they hand you a sheet of paper that has all of your fees and everything on it, I mean, let's just be honest, it's hard 
for somebody to look at that that doesn't look at that every day and understand everything that's going on in that process. And if you don't ask the question, they're probably not going to tell you about it. So definitely something to ask maybe when you're uh, talking with your lender and make sure that you know that isn't something that they're including that they aren't telling you about. So that's everything that I had as far as interest rates and all things interest rates, but I just want to reiterate on what I said to start. You know, there's more to it than just an interest rate. And hopefully everything that I explained today uh, kind of shows you that. And that's something that I take into my business is making sure that somebody doesn't just look at that because it's so easy to see that low interest rate and think, you know, oh, I think I'm just going to choose this company because that's the lowest interest rate and not know all of the other things that go into it. And it's definitely something that is, you know, a daily struggle for me is, you know, fighting against just looking at that number. Like, you know, I have so many other things that I'm worried about in the process or that I care about, you know, making this a process that is easy for you, something that, you know, you don't have fear the next time if you need to sell your house and buy something else. Uh, you think you like, you know, Josh did a great job when he helped us the last time and, you know, I'm ready to go through this again. We'll get it done. We'll get it done quickly. We'll have good communication. And it's something that is, you know, a good thing at the end. When you get there, you're happy. You feel like everything went well. And that's my overall goal, not to create stress in your life, but to make this something that is, has a lasting impact on you and is something that hopefully you enjoyed and gets you into that house of your dreams. And I feel like some people hearing all of that, you'll think, oh, well, that just means that you can't get the lowest interest rate. And that's not necessarily the case. I would say that, you know, in the right situation, we get competitive and we do everything we can here to get the lowest interest rate for our people. So. I'll do whatever I can to make you feel comfortable with that monthly payment, but at the same time, the reason for doing this podcast is just to share how you know you shouldn't be so tunnel visioned that you don't see everything else that's happening in the process, maybe the benefits you're getting from something else that we decide to do versus you know just getting that lowest interest rate because overall, a low interest rate's great, but making sure that you and your family can afford that monthly payment uh, to live there and it's something that's not you know, strapping you so you can't live the life that you want to live and get to that point, you know, save up for retirement, save up for college, uh, for your kids. You know, I want to make sure all of those things are still happening, but you also get the house that is right for you and your family. So. That's that's my overall goal, and thanks for joining me on this podcast, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and hopefully uh, you learned something new. And if you have any questions, as always, please reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to answer those questions. Uh, and it's just, you know, that's, that's my job. That's what I'm here for. So please take me up on it, reach out, and I look forward to hearing from you. Have a good one.
but wait, there's more. <laughs> so last week we talked about how I was going to say a little bit about credit repair. So basically, you know, we have a lot of situations where people come to us and, you know, they're ready to buy a house, everything looks good, but there's something on their credit that is preventing us from moving forward, whether it be a foreclosure, bankruptcy, um, or, you know, just maybe we need to wait for 12 months, no late payments. You know, there's a variety of different reasons that maybe somebody couldn't uh, get a home loan at that particular time. So we do everything we can to work with people and help them repair their credit, build their credit. Um, and sometimes if they're close enough, we can do a rapid rescore to increase their credit score quickly to get everything going. But, um, you know, I'm not a credit repair person. Uh, we just, we do as much as we can to help our people, but sometimes we do have to reach out to others that are more qualified for those repairs. But I'm just gonna speak today mostly in general as far as what you can do to improve your credit score. The first is gonna seem very obvious, pay your bills on time. So. Everybody knows this, but sometimes there's, you know, situations where it's unavoidable, you know, maybe uh, you lose your job and it's just, you know, a rough time. But, you know, if we're looking at buying a house, you want to show in the past two years that you have been paying everything on time, you've been, you know, doing things responsibly, and that's the overall goal before buying a house. So make sure you're doing all those things that you know you need to be doing. Um, paying your bills on time. If there is something on your credit report that is inaccurate, uh, you can do a free credit search on, I think it's annualcreditreport.com. I can uh, definitely put the link in the show notes, but uh, you can go on there, look through that credit report, and if anything's on there that you don't agree with or you don't know about, call that number, reach out to them, get it fixed before you, you try to get a home loan, because if I see it, more than likely I'm gonna to have to do a little research and make sure it's something that we can explain as well. So if you can do that ahead of time, that would be great. Next, uh, as far as improving your credit score. So a lot of people I think that have bad um, or struggled with their credit in the past, they almost like fear credit. So you know they have a few really bad things on their credit report, you know, whether it be a few collections, a few late payments, uh, charge-off accounts, whatever it might be uh, that is negative, foreclosure, you know, they almost avoid credit like the plague. Like they really, really don't want to ever get another credit card, anything else. But sometimes that can be detrimental to you because if the only thing on your credit report is negative credit from your past and you don't have any current positive lines of credit, there's nothing really to compensate and help build your credit score up. So something that we recommend uh, a lot of the time for people that are in that particular situation is to get a secured credit card. It really eliminates the risk you have with other credit cards and allows you to build a, you know, a positive line of credit moving forward. So hopefully we'll be able to bump up that credit score and get you pre-approved in the near future. That's all I have on that. Uh, I think that you know those give you a few things that you can do to work on your credit, build it back up, but in all honesty, every situation is different and it's one of those that I, I don't want to you know give a bunch of blanket statements without 
you know, knowing what's happening in the individual's life and giving advice depending on that. So if you do have any questions or want me to take a look at anything, definitely reach out and I'll do everything I can. So that's it for the credit repair. We'll uh, be talking to you guys in a couple weeks here. I hope you have a good rest of your January. Hopefully uh, those New Year's resolutions are still going strong. And we'll see you next time on The Real Deal.